Do you know why video works? It helps you stand out in a crowded inbox. You can establish connections and build trust and it helps to accelerate and close deals. Become a Vidyard agency partner today by heading over to www.vidyard.com forward slash partners. This week on Agency Life, we have the VP of Sales at RSW in Cincinnati, and they specialize in working with agencies to help drive and close new business. Lee earned his undergraduate degree at the University of Kentucky and JD from Cumberland School of Law in Birmingham, Alabama. He began his career in the early stages of interactive healthcare marketing in Nashville, Tennessee, where he grew up, and he's married with two children. When he's not working, he likes to play in bands in Cincinnati and Louisville (laughs) and enjoys reading science fiction, horror, history, and graphic novels, highbrows kind of stuff. (laughs) I had the best chat with Lee, the fascinating story about how the uh, company started and all the changes that are going on in the States and how the clients that they are working with in their local area are reacting and some really good tips and points that we talked about on the call as well. New business ideas, new business messaging and content creation. Hope you enjoy this episode. As always, give us a review on iTunes. We love the stars. And if you have any recommendations on guests, you can email me at clodaagrowgroup.com. Take care. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Today we have live from Cincinnati. I feel like you should be on stage. We have Lee, <laughs> and he is from the RSW forward slash US <laughs> in Cincinnati. How do I say it properly? Welcome to the show, Lee. Yeah, yeah. Thanks so much for having me. RSW. The company was started actually in the UK in 92 and has gone through some morphing of names. So it was actually Reardon Smith Whitaker, which sounded like a, a law firm. But right. uh, <laughs> so now it's, it's slowly but surely we're, we're over here in the States. And so our study. So Mark, Mark Snyder started the company in the UK. Is he actually English and moved it over? Is that right? How did the, how did the so history no, yeah, evolve? Should be, yeah, it should be more clear. So actually uh, is Adam Whitaker and his wife, which is where the Reardon Smith Whitaker came from, their last names, they started in, yeah, I believe it was 92 in the UK. And then, gosh, so it'd be 15 years ago now, uh, our president, as you mentioned, Mark, um, actually was a client first, is how it happened. Never. So he was then at a research, yeah, he was at a research firm here in Cincinnati. And um, so he had his folks in the UK that were reaching out on his behalf, but like what was happening, like the model, partnered up with Adam at that point, and then, um, I guess we we bought ourselves out maybe it's been seven years now but we're still on good terms with with adam great guy and he, he actually changed their name to manifest um and so they're they're still kicking and doing well and um you know we, we will trade leads across we basically have us and canada super and how, how big is the company and and what type of clients do you look after yeah so there's 32 of us now oh, cool and so it's outsourced new business development um, solely for, we, we always start by saying agencies, but really that's kind of an umbrella term because that can include PR, it can include even tech. I mean, I know you certainly know and people listening, you know, the, what, what's called an agency today is certainly different than it maybe it even was 10 years ago, but, but from full service agencies all the way to very niche, you know, whether it's digital or maybe a vertical, um, that's, that's where we play. 
Awesome. What type of work do you do, the outreach? Tell, give us a kind of typical size of company that you work with. Like, what's your dream kind of work that you love to do? Sure, sure. Yeah, I think for us, the, the sweet spot is the small to mid-sized agency. We, we certainly have and do work with larger firms. And by that, you know, it's always interesting, a definition of a small agency, because I'll, I'll, I'll be on the phone with an agency. I mean, part of my job on the VP of sales is, is I started out as a new business director where I had my own agency clients. And now I'm, my job predominantly is to bring on agency clients and then also work a lot with, uh, you know, doing a lot of our content and social media. But um, point was talking to some firms and they're like, oh, you know, we're kind of small. And I'll say, oh, but like staff size. And they'll be like, oh, there's, you know, there's about 120 of us. I'm like, that's, that's not that small. <laughs> like, that's so, pretty big so in the agency us, I mean, world. <laughs> Yeah, right, right. I mean, from a staff perspective, it's probably from 10 to 70, for example, is hmm. the good brunt, uh, you know, of our clients. And, um, and and that's typically because they need us, right? I mean, it's the bigger they get, there's typically our teams in place. Although, interestingly, even then, we'll, we've worked with very large firms where, you know, whether it's a matter of overhead or just because our, our folks, our new business directors uh, have four clients total typically that they work with and they're non-conflicting. Yeah. Our, our main thing is we've got to have folks with 15 to 20 years of experience in uh, sales and marketing typically hmm. um, because we're reaching out to decision makers. So if we're talking to a VP of marketing, for example, or a CMO, you've got to have someone who can speak their language because if it's someone just reading from a script or you can tell they're, they're pretty green, you're never going to break through to someone at that level. So I think for us, that's, that's what we're always trying to do is, get in the door with a good qualified meeting. And then the, the, the best next step is always to ask, how can we get you closer to close? How can we get you closer to closing the business? So our clients don't, our clients are literally closing at the end. We're not doing that for them, but we're trying to do everything we can to get them to that point. Right. And so that's. Is that everything from um, marketing, turning marketing collateral into sales collateral. So they've got a bank of info. They're not digging around from a two scripts to calls. Uh, video selling do you, is something you help them uh, obviously get comfortable with video and, and prospecting. Yeah, sure. I mean, especially, yeah. especially now it's, it's for us, it's a, it, we provide a new business director. We have a list building team. So we are building all the lists for prospecting Brilliant. for clients. And then we have a member of our marketing communications team. So our clients, we don't play, we do have some designers, but we don't play design designer or creative director, especially because, you know, our clients being agencies, almost all of them, unless they don't, they're a different type of firm, they don't have that in-house. There's some things that certainly they're going to create, but we're there to to do some of that too, in terms of like case studies. And you mentioned some of them could even, we review proposals, you know, for for clients if, if they need it. So it's, it's pretty much kind of trying to, for, for a good portion of our clients, we are the new business team. Or maybe they have a new business director already in place and we become part of that team. So it's, it's nice. I wouldn't say it's even, but almost as far as the, Got it. You know, the breakout. Yeah, yep. you slot in. And, and sort of if we, if we go from an evergreen and we'll kind of cover, cover what's happening today, but what are the typical yep. challenges that you see when it comes to business development in the agency world? What are the typical things that they would ring you for or they are struggling? Sure, sure yeah, it, it, it's interesting for, for the... For the agency principals, for the partners, the owner, or the owners, if, if a lot of times what's happened is they've tried to do it themselves, and a, a lot of them will tell us, you know, we, we didn't start this firm to do this, or 
we're, we're not good at it. I mean, a lot of people just say right out, if you get us in the room, we'll do quite well. But doing, have, taking all those steps, right, to, to get to that yeah. point, breaking through at the top of the funnel and getting first meetings and then carrying it through and following up and making sure they don't go dark, a lot of them will just say, that's why we're hiring you. But yeah. others have maybe made an internal hire with a new business director. And it unfortunately hasn't gone well. And that, that is self-serving on, on my part to say that. But but it is about uh, here in the, and I, I would just don't know what it's like there if there's differences, but it's about 18 months is how long a new business director lasts at an agency. And um, now there's reasons for that, obviously. Well, of course there are. But a lot of times they don't get the support they need or they haven't been trained. But yeah. just as many other times, maybe they should have never been hired because they kind of brought their their Rolodex, which I'm dating myself here. But and, and, you know, right? <laughs> I know what that is. Let me, we'll, we'll put a picture in the show notes for the kids. <laughs> well, yeah, right. Or, or at least they, they brought their network in. Right. And when that yeah. network runs yeah. out, a lot of the yeah. times they're, they're kind of done. And so yeah. and that's not to knock. I mean, there's some great, great new business directors out there, of course. But but those are the general reasons why. And then it's always a time thing. They, they just Clients have to come first. New business tends to come last, almost mm-hmm. always. And, and yeah. we get it. I mean, God bless them. They're wearing so many hats. It's 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 very hard. So that's that's the reason why we exist, really. I think. Right. Yeah. No. It's it's typical in in every world. I remember seeing that when I was in the tech world, as in IT, like hardware tech, uh, okay. years and years ago. Uh, you you talk to companies, and there was always this thing of hiring a sales gun, and it was like, right. okay let's analyze the gun, you know, like, let's look at the gun. Is the gun working for a particular type of company? Does he have a network and a Rolodex? Does, you know, what, what's you, the gun, unless he's got a process or her, like, and coming in going, I can replicate this, but you can't transfer it. And it was a lot less in the IT world. I'll tell you, it was six months. They were Is that out. right? Yeah, because they were believing in something. The person didn't have a process. They had this illusion. There was a lot of, um, remember the time we used to go to rugby in corporate boxes (laughs) you know like those times there was a lot of that going on you know oh jack's a good lad and he knows everyone but jack wasn't transferable he was good at that particular job in that particular company but that's a particular network he had a lot of particulars couldn't transfer it um so yeah i i can imagine that's happening so it's about the process it's about the numbers and doing the things that's really really interesting yeah i love it um so obviously we're living in a new world what are some of the challenges that you've experienced in um we're in the middle of april at the the end of april see that march was like the longest in the world it was just like, and now it's the end of april it's going to be may on friday we're in the middle of a lockdown you guys are coming out of it what are some of the challenges that agencies have called you with in the last few weeks and 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 how have you been helping people sure well i, I think what's been interesting uh and so i was on a um, on another podcast just three weeks ago and and the point then stands now in the sense of we're going to be, and I'm going to be, you and I, even right now, are talking about kind of some different things because it changes every week. Having said that, you're right. It seems like it's going on. I mean, I, I think at one point, and everyone's got had a different name for it, but like bizarro dog years where it does feel like March was <laughs> so long. And you're right. I mean, here we are at the end of What end happened of April. to April? Yeah. And so I think the, you know, one big, ch- well, you have challenges that are just more tactical and where it's, it's, it's not good, right? In the sense of you have clients and we have prospects who are coming to us and 
like everybody, I mean, budgets have been frozen. You know, we had a project now that's on halt or God forbid clients are just, are just leaving. I mm. think thankfully, you know, when we have things, and I know we had talked about it a little bit before we started, you know, with, with the paycheck protection program and things like that. I know I've talked to a lot of agency owners that thankfully have gotten that kind of help. And, and I'm hoping, you know, that, that, that keeps going for them. So you, you just have that where it, it's, it's now they, that has happened to them and a good chunk of them didn't have a great new business structure in place anyway. So what we've tried to do is be flexible where we can, you know, to bring on new clients. But I think and then you look at it another way in the sense of what I mentioned earlier, and that is with the messaging and how you're reaching out that mm -hmm. changes almost every week because you right. know, one of the things that it's come out a lot now and I, we, we do a video series and that to make this about me, but just the point is, you know, had agency owners and, talking now about the fact that, and even, I mean, I did five weeks ago, we were using uncertain times and unprecedented and unparalleled and words like that. And I think now fast forward that prospects, you know, our prospects, typically a marketer, for example, they've heard all of it and it's starting to just, everyone's starting to look the same. And it's almost to the point where while it is well-intended, it's, it's starting to get a little bit lazy. And then kind of the same on the marketing side where every commercial that you see now is a piano and we're all in this together. And, and again, well-intended, but I think now the big challenge is, okay, we've acknowledged this is terrible. And now business has to move forward in some fashion. So the messaging for new business and with our salespeople and, and with myself, when I'm reaching out to agencies is more about, look, we're not out of it yet, but we're seeing, we're seeing light at the end of the tunnel. What kind of planning can we help you with? You know, what, what does it look like months from now? And there's so much uncertainty. Yep. <laughs> Can't help but use that word. But no, no, so it, it, there's yeah. a lot we don't know. We, there's there's a lot, a lot, it's very hard to plan, right? But I think very the day, uh, yeah. some things you have to do. A new business has got to be paramount. And again, whether it was a firm like ours or, or internally, whatever it is, <clears throat> and thankfully, I think a lot of agencies between that and so many of them, and it's been really heartening to see, have finally started to create content, you know, for themselves and, and right. getting that to prospects. You know, so, so many agency owners were, had never done video before, for example, and some of it's a little right. clunky, but I'm like, you know what, you're going to get better. And, and that's great. Right. Now, now keep it up yeah. after this, you know, because yeah. that's, that's, it's tough to do, but yeah. so that's, um, that, 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 that's several things that, that we and I have seen as of late. With, with that PPP loan, what are the limitations on that? You know, say I'm a company in America, do I have to pay it back? So quite frankly, it's a bit murky. Um, we have, we're actually meeting. Because they've given how many? Five trillion? 13 trillion? Is that trillion? what we're up to now? I don't, so, I don't it, even so, know what it, 14 billion gazillion squillion bajillions. <laughs> like you they're going to have to make up. Yeah, it's going to be like a cartoon. Yeah, they're going to make up names <laughs> for how, how much it is. Yeah. But it, honestly, a lot of money. It, it, yeah, it's kind of tough to say because what it is is that you have that six-week period where if you can show in terms of payroll, utilities, that it went towards that, the idea is that it is completely forgivable, but wow. if you don't reach certain thresholds, it's like a, it'll be a 1% interest rate over, I believe it's two years, not to get too technical here, but um, that you would have to pay whatever back that didn't apply or that you may not have used correctly. And you have to, sh you know, it, and all that starts on the day you get the loan. So some folks are kind of getting potentially uh, getting hosed for lack of a better word. I mean, it's great that it's happening, but there's a lot of confusion around it is my point. Mm. As, as maybe you can tell from, so yeah. it's, it's, it's great. I mean, thank God, you know, and, and 
I'm so glad. But and, and to be fair, they had to roll all that out over a very short period of time. I know on some very old infrastructure, which we've uncovered, yes. you know, there's a lot of things that weren't working and there wasn't a lot of up-to-date technology. There wasn't any apps that could fast forward with a phone number money to your account that we have over here in Europe, those fancy things. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Europe has had, you know, and, and Adam, who I mentioned, you know, we had talked to him several weeks ago and um, you know, everyone's of course nervous, but he was certainly less so just in the sense of, the system that you all have in place, CUDA. I mean, it's it, mm. it's fantastic. And and we talked about it. Yes, obviously, as a country, we're we're bigger, so there's going to be challenges. But um, but yeah, it, it's it seems like a lot of the agencies have gotten it at least. But Good. Um, okay, so that's we'll, that's starting. We'll so they just have to make sure that whatever they're doing, they're allocating. Look, I'm spending this money. Here's the wages bill for the month of April. Right, boom, boom. You know, as if they're drawing a direct line between the activities that are going on and keeping clean records on it, then it, it can keep things moving. Uh, it's essentially, I'm, I've certainly, I generalized it quite a bit, but I, mm. I mean, apparently it's, it's like an 18 or a 30 page document that wow. you know, these owners are getting. And I'm sure, God knows. Well, you know, where did, that, where did they download that? <laughs> Well, yeah, well, that, that was part of it too, is where, you know, in different banks set things off at different times. Yeah. So some were getting in and then, and then, you know, we have here where you had the giant companies getting it. Yeah, you know, I heard like, about that. That was interesting. Didn't Harvard uh, apply for it or something? There's all sorts of fun. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm showing how much news I'm watching right now by sharing all of this, but I heard about big companies going for it as well. It's like, mm, really? Yeah, I think I just saw this morning the Lakers, the basketball, professional basketball oh, team in, nice in LA, just, they just gave back money, I believe. So it's, I mean, at least those companies are, I mean, and, yeah. and they're doing it for, for the sake of PR, but they, they should, and that's good. <laughs> yeah, but there was a lot, there was a lot of, I, I guess, I think if you're in business and something's offered, you, you're going to go and do whatever you can. You might in hindsight go, mm, oh, hang on, I shouldn't have done that. But at the time, nobody knew how long this was going to go. If you did, right. if the Lakers knew, six weeks you're going to be starting to move there'll be some movement in the country they would have gone okay but at the time it was like oh the, we're going to be shut down for years you know there was, yeah, there was right right so with your company do you do mainly business in america and is it mainly in your in the state that you're in or are, are you looking do you work with companies outside of the country or in inside the country yeah so predominantly um we're only U.S. and Canada in terms of where our clients reside. Got it. Yeah. Um, and we work across our entire country. Not, you know, a small, small percentage in, in Canada. Now, having said that, um, we do have some, like, for lack of a better word, I guess, outliers where, for example, recent, uh, recently a client came on. They're based out of Mexico City. No but way. they have a presence actually in Chicago. They do a lot of work with some really big brands. And so in those situations, it, it makes sense for us. Um, but but it, it is predominant, and, and so occasionally we will prospect like maybe into Europe a bit, um, but that's that's extremely rare. I mean, it's, right. it's, it's usually U.S. and Canada. Yeah. So you've noticed. So let's start there. You've noticed a difference then in how Canada has communicated to the business versus probably having a different conversation, and every state with every agency has a yeah. different message, right? Yeah. Yep. For sure. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting though. I haven't talked to as many trying to think, I think just, just in the last three weeks, just one Canadian agency, they were fairly small, but it's, it's, I mean, a lot, a lot, a lot of similarities as well, but um, oddly I haven't talked to as many as I, as I typically do. And I'm not 
when we reach out, when I reach out for new clients and our, and our president, Mark, we're not targeting specific areas per Got se. Yeah. So, yeah. so that, that, you know, it's not that that's necessarily odd, but yeah, it would be interesting to see more where, where they're faring given some of the different, you know, realities. And what are the differences you've noticed between your own state and then the states that you're, you're talking to? Like how different are the conversations? So an agency in another part of the country versus an agency in, in your state, how, what are the kind of similarities and what are the differences of what their, their challenges are at the moment? You know, it's fairly similar. It's actually a really interesting question because it's fairly similar from state to state. And over the about last month, I won't say I've touched every single state and agency. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> right. But, but, but we have clients in almost, I mean, uh, majority of, of, of states. And so it, it's been interesting. So, so for example, our clients in New York, we have several of those in this, in a lot in, in the city and in Manhattan specifically, as you might imagine, different than the client that we have in South Dakota. Um, so in, in that's in those scenarios where you have New York, which is the epic, you know, an epicenter, the epicenter, mm. whatever, speaking correctly, you might imagine much more nervous about the state of the business versus the South Dakota. Um, and I've talked to some prospects too there, interestingly, that um, while, while they're nervous, sure. Um, a lot of them, uh, depending on what verticals they're going after are, are are doing a bit better and, and and so that's interesting too where unfortunately of course tourism you know travel yeah. restaurants events mm -hmm. some of those got well they all got hit hard thankfully we're seeing some of them starting to plan but even so but but then you have other agencies who and like what i'm thinking of the one in, in kind of middle of the country with agriculture or what have you a lot of them are doing extremely well and and they some of these owners are almost embarrassed to to share that, which I completely understand because they're feeling for everyone at the same token for their employees. That's fantastic. And, and this has been particularly odd, right? Because of the nature of it, where you have some firms doing quite well um, and, and others who've just been hit so hard. So I think th those are probably the main differences. And, and you had some parts of our country, right? Where there, there wasn't a, a much of a lockdown, which seems very odd. Um, and, and so, for them, they've still been affected, right? Because the companies they work with are not necessarily local. Some might be, um, so that, that, you know, that's what's made it so hard for so many firms, you know, to, to figure it all out. But, but I think for the most part though, it, it's been the same challenges. I mean, it's been the, it. yeah. the pausing or, you know, and, and, and I think in the first couple of weeks, there was that, I don't think it's fair to call it an overreaction, but there was that shock, you know, there was that week two, oh God, now we're shutting, now we're, now we're putting, things on pause where budgets are slashed, but then over the ensuing weeks, it started to at least calm down a bit, right? Mm -hmm. Where people were getting a little more, okay, we're in this now. Mm -hmm. Now let's look at how we can get out of it. Yeah. I, I, I speak to agencies obviously all the time and, and that is um, some of them, especially in the healthcare industry have been yeah. doing really well. And, uh, you know, I was on a call the other day and, and they were just expressing how, they're relieved and they're happy, but they're yeah. also feeling a little bit guilty because they know of agencies that are not doing well. And they're also sure. going, yeah, but we, we don't want to talk about it either. And I was like, well, you can't talk about it. You know, it's like there is a health crisis. People are dying. Oh, absolutely. You, 
fortunately had an opportunity where your business is 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 not but it's okay not to talk about it you know as, as marketing agencies I think it's a struggle for them because they want to share the good news they want to let their clients know I was going to do it all individually do it behind the scenes and when you come out of this share what worked and what didn't to help others but at the moment there isn't a need to share uh, the opportunities although it would be nice if we could hear that there's good news going on there's a way of communicating because it's all absolutely horrible news at the moment you know there's nothing there's very rarely do you hear a good news story yeah i think that's an, that's a great point i'm gonna actually take... I, that's a good idea for you guys would you go and get some good news <laughs> go and you yeah well i was gonna say I might, I'm, gonna steal, right I'm gonna steal some of that from you and credit you no I, I you know i really do think that's a really valid point is that and i i use the word embarrassed i think guilty is actually the better word and it I is good. This, yeah yeah mm -hmm. and, and I, I totally understand that but but to your point, I agree with you. I think I'm not going to get into a statement on the media, but it, you know, <laughs> what leads bleeds or what bleeds leads, you know, whatever the, yeah. <laughs> the phrase yeah, I just, exactly. I just yeah. butchered, but it, it is getting old. I mean, I've gotten to the point where I, and it's funny, my wife's like, you stop looking at the news for a little bit. And I think from a you health point- You have an adult in the house to stop you. I do not. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, and it, <laughs> right. I have no adult here to tell me to switch off the television. No. <laughs> we're a lucky man. <laughs> but you're right. Yeah, we're not, we're not about to do an exam on the, on the topic of the pandemic, are we? I'm definitely no. not doing a degree on it. I don't know why I'm studying it so much. Right. <laughs> no, but I think it's a great point about yeah. the good news. You know, we don't want to be naive about it and we don't want to be a yeah. Pollyanna, but at the same time, and, and, and you hit it right, I think hit the nail on the head, right? It's all in how you're phrasing it. It's all in how you're doing it. But I think ultimately, and I've seen some agencies starting to do this. I know a client we just got on board, you know, part of, I think over the last three weeks, you know, they've, they've done this COVID campaign for one of their clients. And I think if you can, it's, you're not out there saying, oh, look at us, how great we're doing, but instead, Here's what we here's what we did to help. Correct. This is a case study on this. This is how the type of messaging and how we moved quickly, but still had a quality message and that resonated. You know, those are the things that I think you almost you need to, to show that. But to your point, obviously, there's a right way to do it. But I think those yeah. are invaluable stories to, to share. I think Maybe that could right be really yeah, I think that, well, I think that's something that you get ready for the future is even you don't have to mention the agency's names, but if you collected some tips on here's what we found some agencies have done in the last few weeks that have worked for them they might work for you then somebody yeah. can go okay there are there is a bit of light there you know what's what's your comeback plan what's your are you going back into the office or are you what's the story is this your office <laughs> yeah yeah this is I'm, I'm in my basement but um at home but so yeah i mean it, it, it's odd ohio is a little bit ahead of some other states in the sense I, well I do think our governor's done a nice job, so I didn't mean ahead in the sense of, but mm -hmm. literally ahead in the sense of Monday, this coming Monday, offices are allowed to open back up. Now there's restrictions, and we talked a little bit about it up yeah. front, of only like half the office can be there at a given time. And so we're not, we're not telling anyone they have to go back, certainly. And we're, you know, for us, it's make, bring, making up a, uh, a guide that says, here's how we're going to be you know, uh, doing social distancing. Here's the equipment we have in the office. Everyone's working remotely now. So the ones that want to keep doing that, and especially the ones with younger kids, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm lucky my kids are a little bit older, a sophomore in high school and, and a sixth grader. She would get mad at me if I forgot what grade she was in. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, study. <laughs> I, oh yeah. Uh, they're, they're great kids, but they've been good through all this. But 
you know, having the younger kids now, I can only imagine. And, I know, but, right? So that's, you know, we're, we're, we're giving as much leeway as we can across the board and people, our, our team has done a great job, you know, of being able to get through all this and do it. So, so yeah, the, the, the plan is to gradually over the course of yeah. this month, kind of see where we are, put a plan in place where no more than half and then the folks who still want to work from home absolutely do it. Yeah, um, you could do a roster. You can do a you yep, could do right. a shared desk scenario where you buddy people up and say, right, you two figure it out yourselves. Who's coming in when? You split the team down, buddy people up and yep. go share a desk as in pretend you own one desk and then yep. come in and share that. And then that way you can space it out. I think that, that's a great tip. Um, yep. God, uh, to, I, I feel for the parents who are at home with oh, the kids. Um, yeah. I don't know if you know Marcus Murphy from The Digital Marketer. He's, um, yeah. He's, yeah, you know Marcus. I don't know if you saw what he posted recently. Not personally, but, he, but I, know, I know who he is. Yeah, yeah he po- of all the stories, and you know, we've seen the BBC News guy. We saw him years ago. We thought, ha, 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 he is now like, you know, a legend where the kid comes flying and then the nanny right, right. and all that. He is like, people were like, ha, 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 that's happened on a daily basis. I was on a podcast just before this and somebody's cat went just absolutely berserk. <laughs> berserk. <laughs> I was going, oh, totally. don't worry about it. We're leaving this in. But Marcus just put a post out a few weeks ago where he was like, so <clears throat> I was trying to find my AirPods to just be told by my daughter, who's, I don't know, three, four or something, that I threw them out the window, Daddy, on the motorway. <laughs> Yikes. And then went off, like, <laughs> you know. And poor Marcus, you can just imagine, it's like, <sighs> you can't react to, to, to that. Right, <laughs> right. There's nothing you can do or say. And she was so, it was, oh, that's old news. Like that happened in the motorway. Oh my God. <laughs> and then it was like Hilarious. this, he just goes, how's your lockdown going? <laughs> you could tell. <laughs> Check he that out, I haven't seen that. Oh, it was brilliant. It was just like, so the parents, kudos to you. Um, I, I, I absolutely can absolutely feel, but yeah, a plan like that. Okay. The office is going to open up, but it's not going to open up for everyone. So halfway yeah. down, that's a really good tip for people to figure that bit out. And yeah, some people need to stay at home and just take your time. There's no big rush with it at all. What are you sort of thinking about differently now, apart from the office, what sort of new advice are you giving people that you haven't given them before um, that you kind of, that I'd love to share with the audience? Yeah, I think, I think for, it's, it's interesting. I mean, for us, our, as, we, as I mentioned earlier, and, and we've been talking about, I mean, the, our main focus is, is the driving new business, getting clients closer mm. to close. So, but it's been interesting lately. So while a lot of it is based on that, some of it, has been interesting we're in talking about some of these plans like we just discussed and to tell agency owners especially um you it, and i think most of them already are right because they're business owners they, they have to be aware of these things but there are legal considerations to think about in terms of literally providing a guide providing uh, masks and things like that it, it's certainly through the the next four mm-hmm. weeks if not longer because there, because literally, like there's, I was just reading yesterday, and I have to look this up specifically to make sure I'm getting it correct. But you know, right now, you have to let legally, if someone wants to work from home, and I think it falls under OSHA, but I may be wrong about that, um, or maybe other guidelines too. Where uh, so, so there's been some of that, just with agency owners thinking about some of those legal ramifications. Not that we do a ton of that, 
but sometimes that'll, that'll fall into play just when I'm talking to them. But I think then mostly, you know, on that, on that new business side, um, one of the, one of the things that folks have been talking about with me and with us and whether they're thinking about coming on board or we're, we're just having a conversation, um, what tools are we using moving forward that we weren't right. using or, or, or we're, we're using differently two months ago. So mm. for, for us, we've always found success in what we whether folks are working with us or not, if they're doing it themselves or have a, have a, have a person on the team doing it. Um, we always want to make sure we're using every channel in concert with each other. So what that traditionally has meant is phone, email, social, where it makes sense. We still actually use direct mail. Uh, we still have a, like a mailing piece. And, and it's funny how some, some agencies, especially like younger digital agencies will be like, why would we, why would a digital agency do that? That's only one tool in the toolbox, but it's, it's so uncluttered today that that has done well for us as a tool. Fast forward to oh, now, right. as you might imagine, there's not a lot of mail with people, you know, we don't have a lot of home addresses, nor would we want to impose that on folks. Of so yeah, a lot of it's thinking about the tools now. To the and, hmm. Yeah. And, and so the phone has become more important than ever. We're getting a lot of meetings via phone uh, and, and trying to be respectful. You know, part of, uh, besides using all those channels together, one thing that thankfully has held us in good stead through all this has always been, and Mark started it, our president, you know, from day one was, we're not used car salesmen. You know, when we're going in, we have to show value. We have to show these folks and yeah. they're busy. So you have to do it quickly and concisely. There's a reason you should talk to us. Because right. when we reach out on behalf of our clients, RSWs never mentioned, we become the client. So Got we it. reach out as the agency, right, to make it seamless. Yeah. And because of that, especially, but just the way we've always operated is not to try to, you know, some of the things in the video series that we do and some of the content we create, I, I keep every email I get from salespeople. <laughs> and, and some of them are actually quite good, but a lot of them are quite bad, you know, and, <laughs> and still doing these tricky subject lines like meeting follow-up which had happened to me last week. And I'm like, are you really doing this now? There, there was no meaning. I didn't know who this person was. <laughs> and that's fine. I mean, I, I didn't get upset about it or anything, but I'm like, I know. that's so tone deaf. And the LinkedIn selling, and I've, I've talked about this before, has gotten much worse. All the bots in the immediate cold selling that just is not going to get you anywhere. I don't know how they think that'll ever work. So I think thinking about those tools and also the fact that now we're doing, you know, with Zoom, which has actually been great. I've had more face-to-face -face than I ever have in terms of prospecting with agency owners. But for, for our salespeople and just for agencies reaching out, trying to do new business themselves, one of the things I always pointed out here recently is give prospects the option, though, because some people are sick of doing Zoom, you know, and they would just like to have a phone call. Like, I don't want to be skiing right now. Yeah. I want to sit in my robe or whatever. I can have a great call. I want to lie down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, but on but the couch. <laughs> for sure. And I think, yeah. though, not too many, I've seen too many salespeople recently. All right, let's do a Zoom. And it's like, hold on. Just, I mean, it seems simple and, and maybe mm. obvious to say, but I think that's something else that we're, that we're going to be thinking about. And then the last thing is just the messaging. And to, just to to know that you really do need to reconsider it every week right now as far as new business and make Absolutely. sure that you're not. Yeah, yeah, and, and it because it really has it really is changing every week. And what what you said three weeks ago is now either again everyone's saying it or or it's time for us to stop using those words. Yeah. But um, I, I think it's just thinking about where these businesses are and always keeping that. And as you pointed out earlier, keep being mindful of the fact that you have to show them how you can help. 
and not in a kumbaya kind of way, but yeah. le but legitimately saying, look, we're experts in this. We, we truly can help you. We're doing it for our clients right now. So. Right. Yeah. And, and just checking your workflows and your sequences and your automatic emails and everything that could possibly go out of your business to check the messaging on it. That's a great point. The automatic yeah. stuff is the, that oh. you forget. Exactly. That's a really yeah. good point. Like go and look at every single workflow and just check it or has something been on a timer because you paused it for a while. Right. Um, I think that's a huge one. Uh, yeah, I posted an article, um, this, this psychologist, Gabriel, that I just kind of came through. Can't remember how, but I think I followed him on Twitter and he's in Boston and he runs a, a business school as well. And he, he just talks about the impact of our communication. But it's a really good article that I reshared at the weekend about how we're feeling zoomed out. Really? He gives, okay. Yeah, he gives the analogy of when we meet with our friends, when we meet with our family, when we meet with our business clients, when we meet with our work colleagues, they're all in different locations. Yeah. We might meet our friends for coffee. We drive, meet them for coffee, drive, come home. We might go to our family's homes. We drive, we meet them at their homes. So we get time to process and travel and meet at a new location. When everyone is all in one location yeah. in a Zoom, it's like being in a pub and having everyone come in to your at the same time or back to back. And right. you can't physically cope with that as a person. You're not used to everyone coming into your home. It's like if right. you open the door and everyone started coming in, you wouldn't be able for that. So being mindful of your Zoom and are looking forward to meetings. We just talked about this earlier on with Jodie. I think you know her as well. Yeah. It's a suitor company. Yeah, she's on. Yeah. We talked about that, about if you're not really looking forward to a Zoom call in the evening with family and friends or something, cancel it because yeah. there's a very high po Most people are not spending a massive amount. If they're not in the tech industry, they're not on Zoom all day. Teachers, right. that kind of thing. They might have one call every few days. We're on like seven calls, maybe more because we yeah. can, you know, so it is different. It's about managing your energy. Yeah, I posted on LinkedIn. It's a really, really good one. Um, kind of interested in what, what's going on. I feel like I'm in a bit of an experiment. Do you? <laughs> yeah, no, and I, I want to go, I'll go to your profile and check that out because mm. that, it's, a, it's a great point. Yeah, I mean, I think the, the mental piece of all this beyond obviously the, the, the COVID itself, mm. um, you know, I think mentally it's been weird i mean I, I i it sounds like as much as you're doing i mean I, know, I think the agencies we talk to i know myself i mean i and and this is not a complaint i'm very feel very lucky to to be working yeah but but i think everyone's actually working more and longer because i know myself i mean I'm like, there's no one walking in i mean other than like family if they're popping in or something but otherwise there's there's no interruptions other than set meetings and maybe emails but you look down at the clock and it's, oh my God, you know, it's 6 p.m. Yeah. I took like one break for 10 minutes. And, and again, it's not that not to come off as, oh, poor me at, at all. But I, no, I, I just know. think mentally folks are, are, and they don't realize it. And I think there's that mental component. It sounds like from that article you posted comes from that too. And, yep. and people have to be careful. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, because we're going to need like, in you know, as, as tough as this last few weeks being, I do deep down feel that this has been the easy part. We've just been told to stay at home. We now have yeah. to integrate and we have the next probably year and a half before we get out of this properly, yeah. if at all. 
because we don't know what the world is going to look like. And we need our energy. I don't think anyone wants to look back at these times that we were forced to stay indoors and think, do you know what? I should have rested up a bit more. I I should have taken my evenings off. So it's a bit of a balance of trying to find a way at four or five, six o'clock of setting some alarm to say, do you know what now I need to stop this and shut it down because I do need to disconnect I think we're all trying to figure that out Lee and there's probably a little bit of guilt again because some people have lost their jobs and we still have you know ways of earning money and and we feel a little bit like oh I better hustle a bit more so yeah we're just learning that trying to figure it out yeah no I I I totally agree yeah and there is that too where you kind of feel like I, I can't stop because who knows what's going to happen but yeah I think mentally I like I like that notion of kind of setting maybe even literally setting an alarm or even um, you know seeing as even adults in the house who tells you to stop watching the news yeah right get, get her to come in at six o'clock and go laptop down <laughs> get up and have dinner <laughs> and she's she works too so it's interesting oh, cool. but, uh, yeah maybe somebody somebody needs to set an alarm <laughs> right <laughs> figure it out not a bad but, idea yeah what are some <laughs> of the so we we don't always talk about the kind of the things you know the the sort of like at what everything goes well what are some of the typical mistakes that you see agencies make and maybe someone's listening to this now and going, Oh my God, that's me. What are the typical things that people are doing that end up coming to you where you can help them? Because I'm sure someone's listening to this going, do I need some help? Um, I'd love to, I'd love to hear that sort of the before you call what, what is an agency typically going through? Yeah, I think, excuse me. It's interesting. So you had kind of different, I won't say personas. That's that's not really the right word to mm. use. Or, or, or but, but yeah, I mean, you, but so you have agencies that that do tend to fall in certain buckets in terms of like, and it's not always uh, that they've done something wrong, although sometimes it is. But I think it's a lot of agencies just relying too much on a network or or referrals. Which anytime we get a new client or, or I'm talking to an agency, I'm like, you know, working with someone like us does not mean that you shouldn't still pursue referrals. I mean, they're, they're amazing. And I think, and we do these reports, uh, of four of them a year, typically on different aspects of new business. You know, one of the things that typically comes up, what's, what's the main source of new business for agencies right now. And almost always number one is, is referrals, Hmm. but you know, they're not consistent. Um, it's not that you should ever stop pursuing them or have, have, have a plan in place as part of a new business process for that. But where, if you want to say, you know, where they gone wrong is completely relying on that. And, and it's not, a, it's not, not only not consistent, book it in, book it dry up at any moment. So I think that's, that's the first thing agencies relying too heavily on those. I think also when it comes to a new business director, if they want to hire someone internally, almost always, and I get it again, we get it because it, it, a lot of times what happens is they, they've waited too long. They should have been doing something all along. And now we're in a position where, oh my God, we have to do something quick. And if you want to, you know, hire a new business director, you're a, a good one. It's not going to be cheap and nope. you get what you pay for like anything in life. And I think too often the mistake is we're going to hire a young gun or what. And again, that's not to say that someone younger couldn't be amazing, but typically what happens with, with them is maybe they are amazing, but agencies, they don't give them the training they need a lot of yeah. times because they just don't know how to be no fair. No onboarding. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's little to no onboarding and, and they get, everyone gets frustrated and that, that individual they've hired either ends up leaving or getting fired. Mm-hmm. And then agencies are even more frustrated. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's, and then they go, Oh, that doesn't work. 
Exactly. And they're like, well, we, we, we tried, we tried. And it doesn't work. And it's like, well, yeah. what did you do? I think also if agencies are trying to do something internally, what, what happens a lot is, and we talk about this with firms, if, if they're not going to work with us, cool. I mean, there's, there's, there's tons of people who still don't even know who we are, which is, which is always interesting and not necessarily a bad thing, you know, as we mm. try to push out and, and, and get ourselves known with our content. But um, I, I think what agencies tend to do is, okay, we're going to do new business internally. Here we go. Here's our plan. They bite off, bite off way more than they can chew spend money where maybe they don't even need to spend yet and start to get frustrated because even literally just four weeks in when they don't see results that also when they say well this isn't working and it's like well wait you haven't even started yet you know right. we sent out this e this email blast we thought it was really good we spent all this time writing it and uh you know the phone's not ringing or what have you and it's like well what did you do for follow-up after the one email you sent out a lot most yeah. of the time it's well we, we started to and then nothing so yeah. i think that's where we and, and the last thing is where agencies get stuck and this is really tough right where they have the you know they have the, the giant client you know the, yes. the dinosaur the whale whatever you want to call it yeah. where well that's 70 percent of our business and that is a great problem to have right yeah. but that that's where you know the smart agencies are like we've got to diversify new business has got to be part of that so i think those are typically the areas where we see agencies and again all of it is understandable but I think it's, it's, you know, first point is, you know, recognizing <laughs> the problem, right? And I think, yeah. and then lastly, it's, it's tough when you have multiple owners, multiple partners, the too many cooks in the kitchen thing applies almost every time where again, probably all well-intended, it is well-intended, things just get stuck, slowed down, never move forward with, with whatever type of decision. And that gets tough too. I think you've got to delineate this one person needs to be in charge. Now we're, we're going to be there for that person and we're going to be sounding boards. But at the end of the day, we have to have one point of contact. And yeah. that's how it is with us too, as an agency, we have plenty uh, or as with our agency clients, wherever we can, we want to try, try to have that one point of contact. It doesn't mean other people aren't taking the meetings or aren't involved, but when they get six or seven people, you know, involved, it can be, it can be tough. Um, they all have different opinions on how things work. Yeah. And a salesperson is only as good as working for a company who's got clear personas, has a list of people to call to qualified sure. people to call a sales process, marketing collateral, sales collateral, a target, a structure, everything. Yeah. Yes. If you expect them to come in and don't give them one of those things, they have to go off and build that. And that can take anything from a week to a month to build a good deck to present. And if you're sitting sure. looking at them going, you've been in the office all week, they're like, I have nobody to, I cannot go out yet. I've seen, I have seen that happen so many times yeah. that you're like, what do you want me to go out and talk about? Magic. You know, I, I have no deck. I have no follow-up. <laughs> I have no, you, you have nothing. <clears throat> so if you are bringing anyone in from a junior to a senior to a big hot gun with their <laughs> Rolodex, as we would call it, we're both showing. Yeah, right. But, you know, whoever they are, if you don't give them stuff, they have to come in and build all of that. So don't be given out to them if it takes them a, mo a week, a month, six months. It could take them a long time to build the material for them to be the gun again. So huge thing to remember. I think you would have seen that over and over again. It's like, but, I, you know, they can just go and sell. No, they need stuff yeah. to sell. <laughs> no, it's such a great 
point. And you're right. I mean, that is the way so many of them think, you know, let just go and sell. And I mean, that's why as a, for us, and I will be self-serving for two seconds. I mean, everything you just mentioned Me that you too. have to have, which was a, which was yeah. a perfect list, by the way, oh, Those thank are you. <laughs> that's literally all the things that we do for our clients because it's, it's, we do it for you. Yeah. But, but there's plenty of folks who aren't, you know, what they want to do internally, God bless them and, and, and go for it. But that, that list should be like front and center to yeah. say you really do have to do these things. And, and yeah. the other thing is agency new business needs to be an agency wide endeavor Correct. where yeah. creative has to take a little bit of time to help create some of that collateral. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that we hear recently, it was an agency owner in DC a couple of weeks ago. She was very kind enough to, she's trading emails with me about, Hey, have you thought about doing some of this for your content for this video series you all do? one of the things that they've been doing is getting some of the younger staff involved who maybe aren't doing things that are billable right now and getting them involved in new business and, and literally putting, okay, social media, I want, we need your help here. We need your help, you know, with blog posts or what have you. And I, I love that. And not that it's not rocket science per se, but that's a great way to get everyone involved because truly mm. you have folks who, yes, they're not touching new business every day, literally, but they really are it, it, in whatever they're doing. It's, it's, it's helping your agency build up its book of business. And yep. so I think that's important too now, especially going through all this, although it's true always is trying to get the team that literally the entire team involved to some extent, um, I think really goes a long way. Yeah. So even an exercise right now, in, in, I did a piece ages ago, which was about the ways to navigate through challenging times. And at the beginning, it was adjusting. So there's all the things that you've got to do to adjust, like ring the bank, get that loan, yeah. know, speak to your landlord, work remote. So there that was adjusting. And now we're in a stage of pivoting. You know, you're looking at new products. And then there was a stage of like there's a waiting for clients to come back. So sitting down right. as an agency and getting everyone, somebody who's junior, someone who's senior to relook at your personas. Are they yep. right? Are they good? Then maybe that person who hasn't been exposed to the persona before go, well, that that sounds like my dad's best friend, Jack. Ah. Uh. Maybe I should, now they can actually start to make some introductions for you, you know, because now they know, oh, hang on. Oh yeah. We talk to them all the time. Oh, that's my best friend. He works for that company. Right. That's, that's huge. Yeah. Start to think last get everyone involved, revise all your marketing activity or personas as a team, pretend you're a client and go, right, let's put our best packages on ourselves and yeah. see if they work. There's so much things that you can do in this little gap before the right things are going to start working differently again and yeah. um, that yeah just you know as agencies are trying to figure out what will I do because great news if you've got staff that are you're paying but what are they doing if there is no client work at the moment yes they can sit at home and look at Netflix but if you get them working on your business doing some training you're doing yeah. them a favor they'll still have time for their Netflix but why don't you do some work that's going to, we all find time for Netflix. It's a miracle. Um, yes. You've obviously had all these conversations, Lee. You do look like a man who's come out the other side. What's your sort of personal tip for um, how you've been managing yourself? And then what tip would you have for an agency as they come back into this new world? Yeah. Um, gosh, I think for, for me, it has been, I mean, I think... <clears throat> Excuse me. I and mean, we, we, we are lucky in that we, uh, and I'm not, Mark, I'm not trying to blow smoke if you're listening, but um, we, we are lucky to have had, to have a leader who has been on top of it. I mean, yes, he owns a business as he, you know, he should be on top of it, but it is a good leader. And we have a leadership team that, you know, we, we have kept people informed. We've 
kept optimistic but realistic through mm -hmm. all of this. And yeah, we've had to um, make some changes. Ha thankfully, have not had to lay anyone off. Uh, knock on wood, because I'm a salesperson. Right. Yeah. Um, that's been huge. And so I think for you know, just just being able to have that as a cushion, maybe for lack of a better word, knowing that I'm not going to say we're all going through this together, because then I would ask you to reach the screen and, and <laughs> slap me. But um, but there but are I so think, many phrases we never want to hear again. Don't no, we? you're correct. You're correct. And I. You know, I think for, for me, it was just, it was personally, it was just organizing the time during the day. I, I, I personally like going into the office. Um, I don't work from home that often. You're normally. a sales guy. You like your, you like your inter human interaction. I do, although a lot of what we do is over the phone, quite frankly. Now we're traveling when clients are kicking off. So it's, been, yeah. it's a good amount of travel, but a lot of it is phone and, and now Zoom and that, that's great. But I think for me, it's, it's just been setting, setting and organizing a schedule and then and it's only been in the last couple of weeks, making sure that you are taking some breaks and trying to interact with, with family and yeah. <laughs> which predominantly, right? <laughs> so I think, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think for me, that's what it's been. And just making sure I'm, I'm, I'm lucky to have several hobbies and music, playing music is one of them and taking five minutes and just picking up the guitar or something like that or whatever, whatever it yeah. is, reading a book. But then I think for, so you asked what tip for agencies. I mean, yeah. really, I, you know, this is going to sound maybe trite, but I, I really think, I mean, now is the time to think about your new business plan. I mean, it, it, it more than ever, which again, shouldn't put it that way because that's what everyone's saying as well. But, but I really think now, and, and the tip is baby steps. I mean, yes, don't, yeah, yeah you yeah. don't have to go and buy HubSpot or Salesforce. And I'm not trying to knock them. They're both great platforms, but you know, we always knock the fact that most agencies, their, their CRM is an Excel spreadsheet for new business, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, but you know what? Fine. Start out that way. You know what? That, that's, that, and, and a lot of that stuff today, whether it's during this or not, is, is free. And just say, start with those, those personas that you mentioned, for example. Mm -hmm. are, are they defined in terms of list building? Start off, and that list building is one of the toughest things, right? Because it's, it's, it's just tough. It's, it, mm -hmm. it can be drudgery, right? And it can be hard. We're lucky that we have a team of, I guess it's nine people now. That's all they do. And they're kind of the unsung heroes, truly, you know, there are salespeople who are amazing, but without a really sound list, I mean, just start with, okay, your top 20, 30, 40 companies. And it may seem like not very many and, and it's not, but take those baby steps to say, here's what I'm going to do today. Not, I'm not worried about tomorrow and getting that done in, in terms of new business, but just taking some of those baby steps and, and just day by day, even making a calendar of, and, and, and seeing what you can realistically do. That would be my tip is just to start somewhere, which seems so obvious, but it's not to a lot of these. And, and it's very hard now because you're keeping your business together, your employees. And if it's not the owner, if it's not you, then like, just like we talked about earlier, delineate someone. Okay. It's yeah. going to be this person. Um, yeah. You know, and, and that's, it is hard to do no matter what kind of times we're in. New business is tough. Absolutely. But yeah. But do in. something and get started. Yep. A great advice. And Lee, I have thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. I wish you all the best as you get out of this lockdown here in Ireland. I'm just waiting to hear that we're going to be in it for another three weeks because the way our things are going here. So I wish you yeah. well as you re-emerge in the world. Cool. I want to say thank you so much for being on the show. I know that this advice is going to be really invaluable to agencies out there. Well, thank you. It's been a pleasure really to be, to be on. And um, yeah, I hope everything goes well on your end. And yeah, I hope to talk to you again sometime soon.
absolutely and goodbye everyone we'll see you very very soon did you know 40% of businesses use video in their sales conversations to find out how you can help your clients embrace video and increase your retainer revenue head on over to vidyard.com forward slash partners